Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lah wa man yudlil fala hadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, all praise is due to the Almighty Allah. We seek His aid and His assistance and we ask for His forgiveness. Whomsoever Allah Azza wa Jal guides, there is no misguidance for this individual. And whomsoever He subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides, there is no guidance for this individual. We seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our souls and from the evil of our actions. And we bear witness, testify and proclaim that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except the Almighty Allah and that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and messenger. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says what's translated as O you who believe, fear Allah as he should be feared and do not die except in a state of total submission towards him. My brothers, alhamdulillah, we have approached the last 10 days of Ramadan. The last 10 days where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would literally enter the masajid, pitch a tent in the corner, not talk to anybody unless there was a need to talk, not go out unless there was a need to go out, not even to visit the sick and not even to attend the funeral prayers. The last 10 nights where the salaf would literally seclude themselves from everyone and anyone and everything and anything to seclude themselves in worship or in worship with their or creator to their creator. My brothers, the last 10 nights hold a vase to the hearts or in the hearts of the believers. The believers who know the virtues of these 10 nights, they hold a very special place to him. But as for the believer who does not care about getting closer to Allah Azza wa Jal, and as for the believer who does not care about worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then these ten nights are like any other night for him. These ten nights are like any other night in the year. My brothers upon us is to take these ten nights the way the Salaf would take these ten nights. Upon us is to spend these nights in prayer, in supplication to Allah azza wa jal. Upon us, is to spend these 10 nights in that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not like some brothers sleeping through the nights, sleeping through the day, heedless of what we're meant to be doing in these 10 blessed nights. And wallahi, it is as Allah azza wa jal, he says, ayyam ma'dudat, it is just a number of days. Subhanallah, we are already approaching tonight the 24th night of Ramadan. Yani how many nights are left you can count them on your fingers. Where did the rest of the month go? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
He says, Kun fid dunya ka'annaka gharib aw abiru sabil. Be in this world as if you are a stranger or a wayfarer. And when Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, Ittaja'a Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala hasir. Fa'athar al-hasir fi janbih. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam laid down on a mat. And this mat, it affected the side of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood, he began to brush the side of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he says, Ya Rasulullah, ala adhantani hatta ada'a shay'an ala al-hasir aw absuta shay'an ala al-hasir. O messenger of Allah, Will you not permit me to put something over the mat so that it does not affect you, meaning? For the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wallahi, he could have gotten what the kings of this dunya have gotten, but he did not choose this dunya over the akhirah, rather he chose the akhirah over the dunya. For he says, وَمَالِي وَلِلْدُّنْيَا And what is this dunya to me? Rather, the parable of me and this dunya is like a man, a man, traveling, that he went and he went and rested to seek shade underneath a tree. Then he went. He left it. This is the reality of the dunya in reality. It is a number of days as Al-Hasan Al-Basri, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he says, Yabna Adam, O son of Adam, you are verily but a number of days. When a day goes by, a piece of you goes by. For my brothers, try your utmost best in these last 10 days. And what is remaining? These last six nights or approximately to worship as much as you can. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says that when the 10 days would enter, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ahya laylahu wa aiqadha ahlahu that he would liven his night. He would give life to his night. So if there is a day, my brother, that you're able to take off work, then take off these days. If there is a day, my brother, that you are not to go out and hang out and enjoy yourself outside, then make these 10 nights and these 10 days those days. And the Prophet ﷺ, he would awaken his family in these last 10 nights likewise because they worship Allah Azza wa Jal the way we worship Allah Azza wa Jal. And it feels like just yesterday, meaning last year, it feels like just yesterday I was reminding the brothers that your wives and your daughters and your mothers and your women folk also have the right to worship Allah. Some brothers, unfortunately, they treat them as if it is only them, the men that can worship Allah, and the women have no right in this. No, you worship Allah Azza wa Jal, and you support your spouses and your women folk to worship or in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likewise. In these last 10 nights, my brothers, is one of the greatest, if not, and is the greatest night in the entire year. Laylatul Qadr. Allah Azza wa Jal, He chooses from what He creates, whatever He wants. وَرَبُّكَ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ وَيَخْتَارُ مَا كَانَ لَهُمُ And your Lord... He creates whatever he wants and he chooses. And no doubt that Allah Azza wa Jal chose this month of Ramadan to be the best of months. And no doubt Allah Azza wa Jal chose these last 10 nights of Ramadan to be the best of nights. 
and no doubt Allah Azza wa Jal chose Laylatul Qadr, the night of decree, to be the best of nights in the entire year, the best night. And my brothers, why is it called the night of decree? And we said the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would do extraordinary things to catch this night. As we said, every single year without exception, apart from the year before his death, he would go 10 days, the 10 nights, the last 10 of Ramadan, and he would pitch a tent in the masjid. At the beginning, the first 10, and then he did it the middle 10, until he was informed that Laylatul Qadr, the night of decree, is in the last 10. So he would go, why was it called the night of decree? Some of the ulama, they said it is called Laylatul Qadr. Because on this night, the provisions and the decrees of the future year are made known to the angels. This night is the night, as Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, it could be that someone is plowing his field or furnishing his home. And in this night, it is written that in the future year, he is going to be from those who are going to die. In this night, it is shown to the angels because we know that everything is written in Allah al-Mahfuz, but it is made known and shown to the angels the destiny of the following year. So it is made known that who will be happy this year, who will be sad this year, who will die this year, who will not die this year to the end. That's one or one of the reasons why some of the ulama said that it was called the night of decree. And some of the ulama, they said it was called Laylatul Qadr because of the amount of angels that descend to the earth and on the earth or in the earth. And that means that the earth becomes constricted due to the amount of angels. And some of the ulama, they said it is called Laylatul Qadr because it is only one night. One night. Yani the time of this night is constricted and there are other statements. But my brothers, the one, or just like Allah Azza wa Jal has honored this night, the one that worships Allah in these nights, and stands and prays to Allah in these nights, and fasts the days, and he reads Quran in these nights and the likes, he too will be honored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we already have some of these days have passed, but the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, in tamisuha fil ashril awakhir, seek Laylatul Qadr, which is a night, my brothers, better than a thousand months, better than 83 years and four months of worship. Some of the ulama, they said when Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, Laylatul Qadr khayrun min alfi shahr, that the night of decree is better than a thousand months. Why did Allah Azza wa Jal use the number 1000? Some of the ulama, they said, because Allah Azza wa Jal is showing you the magnitude of this month. And the Arabs, they did not know a number greater than 1000. Yani even when you want to say a million, we say these days million taken from what we know in English and the likes. But to the Arabs, if they wanted to say a million, they would say alfa alf, a thousand thousands. So Allah Azza wa Jal, he is telling us that it's better than a thousand months. Yani it could amount to a million, two million, three million. Only Allah Azza wa Jal knows how many months it can amount to. But my brothers, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, seek it. Meaning the night of decree, seek it in the last ten nights. If one of you is too weak to do that, the whole ten. If one of you is too weak to do that, or is unable, then do not 
become overcome by the last seven nights. If I strive hard these remaining nights, my brothers, and remember that this dunya is temporary, this dunya is short, the time for rest will come inshaAllah ta'ala, but these days are not the time for rest. As Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah ta'ala, he would stand the night prayer. And some of the salaf, when they would stand because of the length of their standing, as we stand, unfortunately, some 45 minutes, one hour, and our knees begin to break, buckle, and shake. The Salaf, they would stand. Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says that by the time we'd finish the prayer, we would tell our servants, hurry, hurry and get the food. Why? Out of fear that they would miss the time for sahur, meaning they would fear that the time for fajr will come. That's how long they used to pray. And do we even pray one-fifth of that, one-sixth of that, one-tenth of that, and the likes? Which brings us to another point, side point. Uh, eight rak'at, twenty rak'at, taraweeh, and the likes. My brothers, no one here is praying the way the Prophet prayed, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And no one here, wallahu a'lam, is praying the way the salaf, they prayed. Sufyan al-Thawri, when his knees would begin to yani, baku on him, when his knees would begin to shake, he would hit them. He would hit them and he would tell them, stand. For indeed the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam la ya'lamanna ashabu rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anna hunaka rijalan that there are men. Say this action is only for the men. That there are men that will try to, even though we'll never reach it, they will try to compete with them to the gates of Jannah. These are the real men. So let us take them as our role models. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه يا فوز المستغفرين بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه The next point my brothers and this is the actual point I wanted to make the khutbah about but خلص we took a bit too long يعني for that so inshaAllah تعالى we'll mention this briefly The topic my brothers is what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم sent Mu'adh رضي الله تعالى عنه to Yemen when he sent him to Yemen, he said, Indeed, you are coming across a people of the book, Ahlul Kitab. And then he says, Let them know or inform them to worship Allah Azza wa Jal as one. To paraphrase the hadith. If they obey you in this, then inform them that Allah Azza wa Jal has obliged upon them five prayers in the day and the night. If they obey you in this, the Tawheed of Allah Azza wa Jal, and then the prayers, فَأَعْلِمْهُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ افْتَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُؤْخَذُ مِنْ أَغْنِيَائِهِمْ وَتُرَدُّ إِلَى فُقَرَائِهِمْ Then he says to Mu'adh, if they obey you in this, then inform them. Allah Azza wa Jal has obliged upon them a charity, meaning the zakat here, a charity which is to be taken from their rich, and return, look at the word my brothers, not just given to the poor, return to their poor. You see some brothers with the wealth that Allah Azza wa Jal has blessed them with, not even talking about the general sadaqah, not even talking about the general giving in charity, we're talking about that which Allah Azza wa Jal, my brother, has obliged upon you with your wealth. Yet some brothers are stingy. This money that is owed on your wealth is not your money. Look at the word of the Prophet ﷺ, taken from their rich and then returned to their poor. The money that you have which you are obliged to give in this zakat is an obligation upon you. 
the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He says, Buniya al-Islamu ala khams. That Islam was built on five. Can a house, my brother, stand with no slab? Can a house stand with no pillars? Absolutely not. For Allah azza wa jal has made Islam established upon five pillars. And one of them is ita' al-zakah. To give that zakat, that obligatory charity, the 2.5% which insha'Allah we're all familiar with. For when you take away one pillar, no doubt about it, that house is going to be shaky, if not completely be destroyed. And that is why some of the ulama, and pay attention to this, some of the ulama, oh brother, who does not pay zakat, some of the ulama, oh brother, who pays zakat and he's stingy with that, and he's tight. And he's annoyed, and he's angry, and he's upset that he has to give their money back to them. Some of the ulama, they said, the one that does not do this, even if he's lazy and he knows it's an obligation, then he is a disbeliever. And some of the ulama, they said, that the head, the chief, the khalifa, if he comes to know of someone, can you just imagine? How many brothers would have to go through this today because they're too, too stingy to extract 2.5%. We're talking for every 100,000, $2,500 to be given back to their, to, the, to their rightful owners. For some of the ulama, they said, if the khalifa was to know of an individual who was not extracting the zakat, he is to go and forcefully forcefully take the zakat off of him and punish him a ta'zir punishment and if he is not able to do that then upon the khalifa and the muslim army to fight these individuals the way abu bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu he fought those who failed to extract the zakat and did not want to extract the zakat and he said wallahi wallahi by allah i am going to fight them even if they fail to extract a rope which they were meant to give. A rope. Yani can you imagine you were meant to give just $100 in zakat, but you did not want to do that because of your stinginess, because of your laziness, because of how tight you were. And the Muslim army comes to fight you because of that. My brothers, the concept of zakat is a great concept. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً Take from them a charity, meaning here the zakat, to purify them. This zakat which you're giving is a purification for yourself and your wealth. And the punishment of the one that does not pay the zakat in Islam is a great punishment. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us in an authentic narration, that on the day of resurrection, the one that had the gold and silver and was meant to pay the zakat on that, and apply that to yourselves today. The brothers that have the cash. The brothers that have the bank accounts filled. The brothers that have the property. The brothers that have the gold and silver. And they do not pay the zakat on this. Then on the day of resurrection. There will be sheets of gold and silver. Heated. Heated. And then the individual that did not pay the zakat. His forehead. And his flanks. His sides. And his back will be branded upon these flanks. For how long, Ya Rasulullah? 50,000 years as the Prophet ﷺ told us on the day of resurrection. A day which will be the length, the time of 50,000 years. Allah Azza wa Jal, my brothers, 
He mentions in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِضَّةَ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا And those who hoard, look at the wording subhanAllah. Those who hoard the gold and the silver. My brothers, what are you hoarding? What are you waiting for? Those brothers that don't pay the zakat, what are you waiting for? My brothers who have bank accounts for their children, they're not too young. It's not, wallah, he's a kid. You don't need to pay the zakat, old or young. Even the insane person, the wali of this individual needs to take and extract the zakat out of his wealth. For those brothers who are not paying the zakat on behalf of themselves, those brothers who are not paying the zakat on behalf of the children, those brothers who are being stingy with the zakat, what are you waiting for? What are you being stingy over? When is it going to be enough hoarding and hoarding and hoarding? The Prophet he says that if the son of Adam was to have a valley of gold, he would want another one. And another one, he would want another one. And another one, he would want another one. It's never going to be enough. And the only thing that will suffice this individual is the dust. The only thing that will suffice this individual is entering that grave in reality, death. For Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, وَالَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِضَّةَ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And those who hoard the gold and the silver, and they do not spend in the way of Allah for the sake of Allah, فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Give them tidings, announce to these individuals a painful punishment, a painful on the day that this gold and silver will be heated on the fire of Jahannam. And then they will be branded on their foreheads, their forelocks, and their sides, and their backs. This is what you used to hoard for yourself. So taste what you used to hoard. For my brothers, 2.5%, nothing, wallahi, and in the end anyway, even wallahi, if it was 90%, 95%, it's not our money. So race and hasten to extract your zakat, my brothers, and if you don't know, this is not an excuse. Alhamdulillah, we're blessed with so many masajid, it's not an excuse. So many mashayikh, so many students of knowledge and people of knowledge, it's upon you, and obligatory upon you to go and ask and figure it out and give for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal, which is the last point I'll finish off with. Some of the brothers, because they give their zakat in Ramadan, they forget that the zakat is not like the general sadaqah. The zakat, my brothers, is their money, as we said, and their right. And it's obligatory upon you to give it. So some brothers, because they give the zakat, and maybe it ends up some thousands, some tens of thousands, whatever it ends up, they forget to give the actual sadaqah on the side. The actual general charity on the side. Forgive from this which is obligatory upon you. And give from this which is not obligatory. But definitely you'll be rewarded insha'Allah ta'ala. May Allah reward you. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. Sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. Kama barakta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahima innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma 
اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار